Welcome to the Work Life Work podcast where we make life better by making life work. Choosing life work isn't something we try to do. It definitely isn't something that just happens to us, nor do we tell others to do it and not do it ourselves. It's not something we complain about and make excuses as to why we can't do it. We just do it. I'm Tanisha Hunter and I am absolutely thrilled that you are here. The overwhelming support that so many of you have given when I announced that this podcast is dropping today was amazing. And I can't say thank you enough, but please know that I truly appreciate it. I really, really, really do. Many of you came right over after listening to the welcome episode where I told you that I want to give you something that you can immediately begin to take action on. In fact, A promise that I want to uphold to you is to give you action steps in every episode that I upload here. Now, it may not come in the form of step one, step two, step three, but I will make sure that I clearly state what the call to action is for the topics that we discuss. Now, I know that only productive people are going to be tuning into this podcast. And if right now you find that you wouldn't describe your actions as productive, then I speak that over your behavior today. So since we all have action to take, I don't want to hold you up. I want to jump right into today's topic. I'm going to be talking about the fear of success and how a lot of times we are the ones who are sabotaging ourselves. You know, we hear we hear a lot about the fear of failure and not too much about the fear of success, but it's just as real a thing. Even our thoughts, you know, when we're planning our goals, even in our thoughts, we focus in on what if statements like, what if I do this and I fail? But you know, a scarier question that I ask myself, what if I do this and I succeed? Ugh. You know, as a matter of fact, ask yourself both of these questions right now, okay? And I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause for a few seconds so you can really think about it. Not just think about it, connect with it. Add emotion to it and put into words what it is that you're feeling. So think of a goal that you want to achieve. Any goal, doesn't matter what category of your life, any goal. Think of a goal that you want to achieve. I'll give you a few seconds to think of one. Okay. Now ask yourself this and momentarily connect with it. What if I do this and I fail? How does that feel? Put it into actual words. What is it that you feel? Thinking about that goal, something you really, really want and wondering, what if I fail? Okay, that's enough. Shake that off. Shake that off. That's enough. Get out of the negativity. Call back into your thoughts that goal again, the same one that you really want to achieve. Now ask yourself this. What if I do this and I succeed? Put into words how that feel. You know, I, I find myself asking a lot of people this question, usually after they express how afraid they are to really go after what they want. And they ask me 
you know, what if I fail? When I ask, what if you succeed? I get two responses and most of them fall into the first of two categories. And you can think about um, what category you fell into when you thought about your goal just now. The first group answers with excitement, right? And they list all the things that they will have or be able to do if they succeed. I remember speaking with a gentleman earlier this year, around the start of the new year, he told me that he wanted to bring in six figures in income this year. Now, there are a couple of things to note about him. For one, he wouldn't get specific on the amount, you know, like exactly how much, you know, six figures, exactly how much do you want to do you want to earn? He just kept it general. He just kept it at six figures. The second thing to know is that he was already bringing in over $90,000 annually. I don't, don't, don't let me lose you just yet. This isn't a, a prosperity teaching, although I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, this is just me communicating with you a goal that someone shared with me. But remember those two things, okay? He wasn't specific and he was already bringing in over $90,000 a year. Now, his initial answers when he was excited about the thought of success were, if I bust six figures, I'll get out of debt, I'll get a new car, I'll add on to my home. He was excited. And the, the things that he would do if he succeeded didn't differ much from other people who at first met with excitement of the idea that it just may work. I just may reach my goal. And this applies to people who had different markers of achievement too, not just monetary, okay? Now I'm gonna pause on him right here um, and switch to the other category of people. Now this other group, when asked after they themselves thought, what if I fail? And I follow with the question of, well, you know, what if you succeed? The ones that I talked to in person, they immediately appeared to be overwhelmed with pressure. I remember one young lady, she actually gave this, this side, this like this strong exhalation where her, her shoulders slumped forward. She dropped her head a bit. She, you know, her eyes glanced at the floor. She even slightly shook her head. No, you know, like, no. You would think from her body language that I announced to her, her defeat just by asking her, what if she succeeded? And that's strange right but her response is what got me her response was i don't know i never really thought about that why are we so quick to think what if i fail but when asked well what if you succeed you never thought about that but success was such a burden to her and to, to others that I asked that people actually started counting themselves out at just the thought of it. It broke my heart to hear people in response to what if you succeed, say different versions in their own way. Yeah, I probably won't make it. One guy even started his I quit statement with, yeah, you're right. I won't be able to do it. First of all, sir, I never said you couldn't do it. But these are the responses that I sometimes get when asking people with the mindset of failure, that fear of failure, 
what will happen if you succeed? They automatically count themselves out. Self-sabotage. Now I want to pick up here back to the first guy, the one who with excitement gave the things that he would do if he succeeded because what he did was interesting. After listening to a few things he would do that would further excite him, that would be rewarding to him, his list took a turn. Along with the debt relief, the, the car, the house, he mentioned someday being able to travel to, I suppose his someday had to do with the uncertainty of COVID at the time. Now, that was an assumption of mine. I usually don't, don't assume when speaking to people in, in this setting that we were in and having the type of conversation we were having, but I did this time. It just seemed reasonable that that was what he was thinking, COVID. But his list took a turn when he said, yeah, I mean, I'll be in a different tax bracket and we'll have to pay more taxes than I want to, you know? And then in this, this fed up tone, he was like, all kinds of people will probably want to borrow money from me. And then he went on, you know, as crazy as the world is these days, people were probably breaking my car and my house. And not to mention, I'm talking about my home and I don't even know what I want to actually add on to it, you know? And I, I let him go on. This particular person, I let him go on. Now, I usually would stop people when they go off into this downward spiral, <clears throat> excuse me, but I let him continue. And it got worse and worse until he too had burdened himself with so much negativity at the thought of success that he wanted to quit before he got started. That's self-sabotage. Now in complete transparency, let me say this, I've been there too. And it takes work. Well, a shift would probably be a better way to describe it. It takes shifting of not just our thoughts, but our beliefs, which give way to our thoughts in order to change this. Please listen to me. Goals are never completely free of fear. Achievement involves change and change is always met with some degree of apprehension always so what do we do about it and that's what i want to give you today then next week i want to talk more about the guy in the first category um not so much talk about him per se but goal setting the flaws of his as a matter of fact i want you to be thinking this week about what you think the flaws were in the goal that he set six figures and if you have to go back and listen to his goal again please do so there's a valuable lesson to be learned there, but I'll talk about that next week. So those, those two things that I asked you to keep in mind, remember them until next week. You can do that. Got it? So what do we do with our self-sabotage? And I said our self-sabotage, your self-sabotage, my self-sabotage. Own it. Because right now it's yours. And owning it is the only way you can begin to do something about it. You can't do anything with other people's stuff. This is your self-sabotage. And I hope the thought of that makes you uncomfortable. Uncomfortable enough to do something about it. Now that you know there's going to be some apprehension with setting goals, when it happens, acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Don't let it cause you to throw out your goal. Acknowledge it. Greet it if you have to. Speak to it. Hey, see, you showed up, right? Because when you acknowledge it, you're aware of it. 
and you have to be aware of something to change it. Then what I want you to do, I want you to sit down with pen and paper, not in your notepad on your phone or your tablet, not at the keyboard of your computer, pen and paper. And I want you to write down exactly what you're thinking, word for word. Because this is likely what you always tell yourself when you go after something that's going to require you to stretch. It's what you train your brain to tell you when you attempt to step out of your comfort zone. Let me tell y'all something. Okay. I've explained this to quite a few people and God bless all the people that shared this with me. This is a new knowledge, y'all. Many people understand this. Your brain is intent on keeping you safe and familiar. I'm telling you, when I learned this, this is what made it possible for me to get back up after I had fallen and what keeps me getting up to this day. Your brain wants to keep you safe and in the environment that is familiar to you. It doesn't matter if this is a positive environment or a negative one. Your brain wants to keep you there. I hear you, you know, some people, I can understand why my brain would want to keep me in a positive environment, but why on earth would my own brain want to keep me in a negative one? What if that environment isn't safe? Okay, got it. Thanks for asking, you know, but tell me this. Is it not safe? Is it really not safe? If you have always found yourself in situations like the one you're now in, if you have always talked yourself out of your own goals, haven't you learned how to cope there? You know how you're more likely to respond when you put yourself in situations you're uncomfortable in? You're likely to run back to what you're used to. Do you not know how to survive there in the midst of all that toxic around you or that toxic that you bring on yourself with all your negative self-talk? You're familiar with this. What makes you safe there is the fact that you're comfortable and you know how to survive there. It's getting you nowhere, but you're sure as heck in your comfort zone there. Whew, I almost said that word. <laughs> That's your comfort zone. You continue talking yourself out of going after your goals because you're used to talking yourself out of it. Self-sabotage. All right. That's my tangent. Where was I? Let me see. So acknowledge it. Write down word for word what you're saying. After that, challenge it. Doubt it. Doubt it. Okay? Doubt that thought. Instead of doubting yourself. Fun fact. Fun fact. Did you know that you don't have to be stuck with your thoughts? That's not news to you, right? Just a reminder. You can change them. You can change your thoughts. Not only do you have to, do you not have to be stuck with them, you don't have to believe everything that you say to yourself. You don't. You can change your thoughts. And after a while, when you told yourself over and over again that new thought, you begin forming belief around it. Then guess what happens? You act. You behave from that, that place of belief. That's what I want for you. And actually, that's your next step after you write each one down and you challenge it. Create a new thought. Get rid of that negative one. Write down a new thought, one that will actually serve you. 
And anytime you think of that old negative one, cancel it. We got cancel culture going on anyway, right? That's what we need to be canceling. Those negative thoughts that don't serve us in reaching our goals, cancel them individually, one by one, and create new ones. Then hold on to your goal. Don't let that sucker go. And for the first few days, and depending on how long you've held on to those negative thoughts, for the first few weeks maybe, those negative thoughts are going to keep coming up. And when they do, thank your brain because it's doing this job, trying to keep you safe and familiar, trying to keep you in your comfort zone. But you're creating a new environment now. Introduce it. Then remind your brain that this is what we're going to think going forward. And as you do that, I want you to do exactly what I told you to do earlier. When I asked you to attach emotion to what you, you know, what, 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 what you feel when you, when you think, you know, what if I fail or what if I succeed for each new version of your thoughts, write down how you will feel when that new thing starts happening. So y'all thought this was just going to be a, a listening podcast, didn't you? <laughs> no, sir, no ma'am. I'm here to make you uncomfortable. You know Why? Because nothing greater than what you've always done, nothing greater than what you've already done happens in your comfort zone. You got to get uncomfortable. Ask my family, my close friends, the ones who really know how weird I am. Ask them just how uncomfortable I can make things. My mama, my mama, she stay shaking her head, sighing and saying things, you know, like, that's my daughter. Some of the things I say and some of the things I do, right? I want you to be uncomfortable with where you currently are. So uncomfortable that you change your life. Now, some of y'all right now are thinking, I thought this was a career podcast and it is. It is. But what I intend to do, and this is, this is, this is my my life purpose here what i intend to do is diminish that little line that hyphen you see between work and life you are one person you get one set of 24 hours a day to arrange how you choose we're moving from work life to life work here and that transition should shake you and make you uncomfortable but you can do it I believe in you. And if you have to go forward on my belief in you until you can believe in yourself, I give you permission to do that. So take action. I'm going to give you your, your call to action now. When you are experiencing negative thoughts, wanting to sabotage your success, first, acknowledge it. And after you've acknowledged it, Write the thought down word for word. After that, challenge it and write a new thought. Then you want to attach emotion to it and write down that new good feeling. Then begin to impress it upon your brain by replacement. Every time that old self-sabotaging thought comes up, Replace it with that new one. Okay, the, the grand final step. Act 
as is. What does the person who haven't achieved this goal already, the one that you want, what do they do daily? Do it. Whatever that person would do daily, do those things, okay? I need you to get this because you're going places in your career and you, you can't take that negativity with you. You may notice the haters, but let me tell you, there are a world of people who will support you and cheer you on. You got to find your people. And don't be upset about the ones who aren't your people, who don't vibe with you. You don't vibe with everybody in this world either, do you? Just like they don't. You don't even vibe with everybody on your social media friend list. But anyway, look, find your people, okay? But first, get to know how to identify your people by yourself being a walking and talking model of what you like to attract. Got it? Good. Your next phase begins now. And I'm already proud of you. I hope that this episode today has served you and that you will take the action steps given. Thank you for tuning in to the Work Life Works Pod Work, excuse me. Work Life Work Podcast. I'm thrilled to to have a part in your journey and for you to have a part in mine. Now, if you haven't already, please subscribe or follow this podcast and please follow me on IG at tianesia.hunter. That's at T-E-A-N-E-I-S-H-I-A dot hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R. And listen, if you're listening to this on the Anchor app, if you have it, feel free to leave me a voice note there and let's chat. I I really enjoy having conversations around career success and I would absolutely love to chat with you, all right? Before I go, you know I got to say it. Remember, you can have a work life or do your life work. You choose. I'll see you back next week. Thank you.